Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Upset today already with uh, Iowa going down. 
uh, against uh, Richard. Richard's a tough team. They're they're a well coached team. They do they do really well uh, come tournament time. They've had a nice little run a couple of years, so I'm not surprised. But I mean, I did pick Iowa to go all the way to uh, at least the four, final four. I thought they were a sleeper team. They played pretty well down the stretch, so kind of surprised that they uh, took it on the chin t- today. But um, Kentucky's in a tough game as well against uh, St. Peter's, so a lot of tough games right now. UConn, of course, in a tough game, a tough matchup for them. Yeah, I mean, I admit I um, haven't watched a college game in, yeah, I think it's since the tournament, not the last one, but the one before that. Actually, they didn't even have one. Whatever, that, the, the last one before COVID, so it's been a while. Um, but, no, that's yeah. outbreak. Um it's uh, I, I I'm pretty into this one. I think uh, you know once once the calendar turned and we got to see the uh, the selection Sunday, I uh, went and did my bracket. I'll, I'm not going to pretend I did just quick uh, one of those optimized brackets thing and then go and just you know chalk in a couple upsets in the first round. Um, but uh, you know what? I just love the competition of it. I mean, there's just something about seeing these guys step up. Uh, it, it's it's one of the easiest things to watch a tournament and see you know, some of those teams out there and you think of, um, you know, guys who go off, like you're seeing people like, you know, uh, you know, JJ Redick in the, uh, in the tournament years ago. And, and I don't know, I just, I, I get a kick out of uh, um, guys who's, who really step up in the tournament and establish a name for themselves. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, we don't really get much into college sports or, or college basketball. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of college sports right now, simply because of the face that the, that the NCAA puts on, like that they're there for something other than profit. Like they're there for the student uh, athletes. Every time they say student athletes, I just get sick. I'm like, nobody buys that, but whatever. I mean, they're, they're surely there for profit. And it's a business. I guess if you're a business, you should be looking out for profit. I don't know. But the tournament itself, you really get to see those schools like, uh, you know, UMBC or whatever go out there and, and, and make a name for themselves. Again, like I said, my school hasn't been in there in, in 25-ish years. since 98, really, uh, I think it was. Uh, but our, our ladies team actually made the tournament as a 15 season. That's exciting. You know, it's fun. I mean, uh, Fairfield University, not a pretty well-known school for athletics, not by a long shot, at least in terms of basketball. But getting into the tournament as a 15 season is for us, you know, one of the most exciting things that's happened in 20 years. So the tournament really gives – uh, a showcase to those teams, and everybody's got a chance to get in there if you can win your conference championship. So, uh, I do love it. I know Barry, you're you're pretty locked into this UConn game. So, uh, I wanted to give you a chance to. Uh, I didn't give you my long-winded intro today. Uh, I thought you'd appreciate that. We're gonna jump right to the hello. Let you get your words in while you pay attention to uh, this game. I don't know where you are. Where where what's your what's your time stop so I don't accidentally react and ruin it for you. What are you talking about? I'm, 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 the fuck you talking? What are you talking about? I'm watching just like everybody oh. else. I'm a little delayed because I wa- I have internet TV, so I don't have like cable. Um, I don't have no. That's what I'm saying. I've got Comcast around here, so I might go on a like it's I'm on like a, maybe like a like a thirty second to a minute delay ish. So uh, don't call yeah, out I'm anything. A... If you do, I'm gonna I'm gonna come drive down to Norwalk and come get you. But uh, listen, no, oh, you're, nice. you're right. Listen, it's a fun time of year. I love it. I, I do very little work on Thursday and Friday when it's tournament <laughs> time. Um, so I, 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 I was paying attention. I was on a conference call, and I had to do another uh, call, and I was like, barely paying attention. I was like, get lost. But, um, 
listen, um, college basketball is so much more fun now, you know, especially kids get, can get paid. Uh, they get endorsements and all that kind of stuff. So it's a level playing field for them a little bit. I mean, they don't get the, the millions and millions that these schools get, but um, they do get kind of taken care of. But, I mean, like I said, it's, 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 it's fun watching these kids win, and then when they lose, it's crushing for them. Um, you know, watch it. They're kids. You know what I mean? They're 20, right. you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. So, um, but, you know, I got to go. CBS does a great job. They, I think in the years since I've been doing it, it was like, you know, you only get one channel, CBS, and, and you know, you get one game. Now they have, like, you know, CBS, TNT, uh, uh, TBS, you know, True TV. Like, you, you get pretty much every game on TV, which is the American way. So, um, they do a good mm-hmm. job uh, with their, their coverage and, and collaborating with all the networks. So it's fun. It's fun watching it. Uh, yeah, you know, you got down the, by five. Is, 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 I see. So on the uh, on the app, I'm trying real hard not to. I mean, I'm on a, I'm on a streaming service myself. I don't have a cable, but uh, well, I'll keep mm. my mouth shut. But um, man, what's, I, what's I love what's that the streaming uh, service. I'm using Fubo these days. Okay. Yeah. Do you like Fubo? Fubo, Fubo. I I do. Yeah. I do. I got in on a pretty sweet deal where it was uh, eighty five dollars, okay. and they give you eight, literally everything they have. And if you locked it in at that price, it's you know lifetime. So I've got like Showtime and HBO and oh, nice. all the basically every channel. Like, that was pretty nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I'm with DirecTV. I'm with DirecTV uh, stream. I've, I haven't. I, I've left a couple times. I, I haven't left. Um, I, I just can never give it up. I've grandfathered in an old deal, um, you know. So I, I get, you know, pretty much all the channels. It, it's really critical to get um, the sports channels, right? So I have to make Absolutely. sure I have my Knicks. So I have to have MSG. I, I like. Um, I I like. Um, what do you call it? I like, you know, to to see like SNY. I like. I have to have yes for the Yankees. So there's channels oh, yeah. I have to have, and this one is like checks all the boxes. So um, that's why. Now, can I you get can it. you get Red Zone on that bad boy when uh, the time comes? So Red Zone is the only so no NFL Network. You get MLB. You get uh, NBA. Um, but uh, you get the NBC channels, but no. Uh, NFL TV, NFL Network, or Red Zone. So I have to, like, kind of pay for it um, out of pocket or, you know, steal my mother's uh, for Red Zone. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I, I do, you know, I, I get everything else. There you go. Hey, listen, we, I, as a sports fan. And I, I, I'm I mean, officially would... depressed, so I'm not going to say much for a little bit. Um, UConn lost. I'm, I'm officially depressed. So. Yeah, I uh, didn't want to say anything. It's, uh, it's tough, but, hey. Be, uh, I don't know. Be, at least you have the Knicks. Oh no! Wait a minute. Um, no, well, let's let's take a quick uh, a quick dive in um, to the actual NBA, the association. Um, but uh, as things happen, um, you know, if there's an exciting game, I mean, uh, right now I've got uh, uh, you know, I think St. Pete, like you said, and and uh, Kentucky had had a pretty close matchup. Um, I think that one's definitely going to Kentucky, though, at this point. But, you know, as we look around uh, college basketball, which is in a lot of ways a very good um, training ground or, or, you know, I don't want to call it the minor leagues, but you know what I mean for the uh, for the NBA. And I'm looking at the NBA right now, and the NCAA tournament makes stars. And right now the NBA, I think, is the most star-driven league there is. 
Um, It's amazing, though, what we're seeing uh, over the last couple weeks. And we've seen this month, I think it's five or six uh, different – sorry, it's seven 50-point games. Uh, We saw LeBron, Jason Tatum, Kyrie get one. LeBron got another one. Durant had one. And then uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Kyrie hit 60. Uh, on consecutive nights. I mean, it, the scoring in the league has been absolutely unbelievable, and I think it's been really exciting. Uh, you could definitely make an argument where's defense in the NBA, but I don't think too many people are crying about that as much as I would expect, actually. I would expect more people to be up in arms about the lack of defense, but it's not there. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I also think um, – the well, let me ask you, Barry. For, for, before I dive into any of the other stuff, do you do you have a problem when you look around the NBA and and these stars putting up the fifty point games? Uh, do you think teams need to defend better, or are these guys just just transcendently good? I mean, I think Carl Anthony Towns is right now hitting on on all cylinders. Uh, Jason Tatum and the Celtics—they've got everything going on. Um, and there's, you know, we all know about Katie and then we'll dive into Kyrie. I feel like we have a weekly segment on Kyrie and Ben Simmons. So we'll touch on them a little bit mm, later, but yeah. what you take on all these big, on all these, uh, on all these big scores? I mean, legit scores, right? I mean, Cat is one of those kids that, um, seventh year in the league, um, you know, kind of a forgotten man in Minnesota, but you know, he can score and he can shoot. And I think people don't really realize that just because they don't see them enough. But um, he, he's a talented scorer. Um, kind of showed his, his behind off a little bit um, yeah, last night, but we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> but, um, listen, Jason Tatum is that dude. Um, I think, what, he just turned 24, 25. Um, he's already had, I think, the, the franchise record for 50-point games. And, I mean, we're talking about the Celtics here. This isn't like uh, – the Timberwolves right. or, or, you know, I mean, like, you know, like one of these Mickey Mouse. Well, I mean, Timberwolves had KD, but you know what I mean? Like, a, 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 this is a storied franchise we're talking about that um, just put up serious numbers for. So, you got to give um, Tatum some credit. He's, he's a heck of a – he's a hell of a player. He really is a um, – he's a in, – and in, um, I actually just get news from Sirius that uh, Deshaun Watson is out of the – the Panthers are out of uh, – the running for Deshaun Watson, very interesting. But um, you know, listen, we got a lot of talented, yeah, a lot of talented scores in the league. Kevin Kevin Durant can he can roll out of bed and score twenty. So I mean, the fact that he, you know, but he he's a scorer, but he doesn't have he can put up fifty if he wanted to. But he's such a talented player. He lets the game come to him. He doesn't force it. Like the last couple games I've seen him, especially when Kyrie's not on the court. He uh, he gets double team almost at half court. They get the ball out of his hands, but he doesn't make, he doesn't force a shot or force a play. He makes the right pass. He makes a read and really moves the ball around. He's just such a talented, smart basketball player. So um, you know when he it's special. I think when he get he goes for fifty plus, it's fun to watch. LeBron, dude, stop trying to get fifty because you keep doing that, you're gonna be walking on one leg pretty soon. It's like you know. I mean, he is he is talented. He is that guy. But if he has to, you know, he has to score fifty points a night just to stay in ball games, then you know they're in trouble. Um, you don't want that kind of you don't want that kind of smoke. So 
No, and I mean he he was hitting. I mean that one that one uh, game against the Warriors. I mean he very clearly put the team on his back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In 39 yeah. minutes, hitting 56 points. Um, a very interesting that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the Nets are in the thick of all of these between Tyree hitting the 60, uh, Durant against the Knicks. Unbelievable. As you know. I here it. You know what? Okay, so. Kyrie, man. First of all, I'm still so annoyed that they would let him in as a fan and then find him for going into the locker room. It's just like once the once the game ends. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I'd be curious to know. Like technically, once the game ends, I guess he's, he he can't. He must never be allowed in the locker room on a game day. Uh, what a joke! But it's just the whole thing is it's. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a you know, weird rule, Dave. It really is. It's such a weird. Yeah. Like, it's like an office space, you know, workplace. I don't yeah. know, like you know, it, it's going to get worse once you once you really get into the baseball baseball buffet, and you're talking about yeah. um, baseball players not being able to play, which is that's a complete joke. Like if the basketball is a joke, the baseball is even more of a joke because we're talking about an outdoor. Outdoor stadium. Yeah, it's outdoor. An outdoor stadium. Non-contact. Yeah. And, there, I mean, and, and, and one guy said it correctly. This is – baseball is the epitome of social distancing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? But, uh, no, it's, oh. it's crazy how the rule is kind of – they have to fix it. And, and I, I really I, – I kind of – I'm disappointed in, in Kevin Durant when he came out and tried to call out the mirror because there's ways to do it, and the way he did it was really kind of t- like you know it was it was tacky, and it was like it, it it's like you push me in a corner, I'm gonna push back just in spite of you. So I I don't think if this is the guy that can make the change, I think you you do it in a way that is gonna help you, right? You do it in a you do it in a respectful way that he can actually help you make change when you call him out and try to embarrass him like that in front of everybody. Now you're just, you're, 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 you're asking for more trouble than you're helping. So we all know it's a dumb rule, but there's better ways to do it. And he's mature enough to know better, but is he, this is the, the burner account guy cursing that guys on the, you know, on, uh, that guys in the stands or in the, in the crowd, you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, you know, I, I, am I surprised? Really? Not really. But it's a stupid rule, and Kyrie needs to play. Yeah, I mean, it's the, you know what it is. It's one of those ones where it just feels inconsistent um, and, you know, very simply nonsensical. Um, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I, I hope they, they, they get the whole, the whole thing figured out at some point. But I think one of the things that makes it extra frustrating is how how damn good he's been. I mean, the guy, it's like in sports, right? You shouldn't be able to just show up when you want and be the best guy in the court. It'd be be like uh, if Tom Brady came out of retirement, except he did it, you know, week four or something like that, and then showed up and was the best guy out there rather than doing it, you know, in the off-season. Um, it's 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 unbelievable. I mean, you had to see a guy like Durant uh, work hard to get back to where he was, but Kyrie just shows up and he does it. And I don't know if that makes me think, um, you know, wow, what a what an incredible talent, or just how frustrating it is, or it's just really just a combination of the both. And as a Nets fan, it may, 
it's tough. When he plays, I'm like, wow, we made the absolute right decision trying to get this guy going all in. But when he's not playing, which is far too often, you, you just ask yourself, was it worth hitching yourself to this wagon? And before he was a net, uh, you know, I, I, my, my, my best friend, you know, is a big basketball fan. Um, and he had said, you're going to love Kyrie, but he'll be the most frustrating uh, person you ever watch or are ever a fan of to a point you'll question wanting. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's crazy. You know, I've watched this guy play. His handles are, are incredible. And, you know, to a point, Barry, I, I, tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, whether you like him or not, he is a vocal leader in that locker room. Now, sometimes a leader isn't always a good thing. I mean, there's such a thing as a bad leader, but he is definitely a a strong influence on that team. So, um, you know, I definitely uh, find that frustration. Now, Barry, before I get your take on on Kyrie, uh, I see see we've got a caller, but it's coming from the strange 703 area code, not 203, 703. Uh, Who we got on the phone today? (laughs) You know what? It's it, it, it starting to get to a point where I don't think you're going to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, my guy. I mean, enough's enough. Understand when greatness enters the building, and I am the epitome of greatness. What's going on, fellas? How we doing? How we doing tonight? What's going on, serious? <laughs> It's not bad. Yes, I hate you. What's up, Sarah? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't hear anything but loser talk in the back there. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know. You know. They, it's just you and I in the building. It, it's just you and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Malik's dad. How you doing, Malik's dad? I'm sorry. I, 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 so, I, I hear nothing. I, I hear nothing. I hear nothing. I hate you. I hate him right now. I hate him. So, so serious, real quick. You've been, uh, you've been. Too, do you, do you pay attention to the uh, tournament at all? You see, uh, 15 seed St. Peter's going to overtime with number two Kentucky. I saw. I saw. I also saw Richmond uh, knock off. Um, I believe it was Iowa State. I believe it was. So yeah, yeah I mean, Iowa. I've, I've been Iowa. watching it. Iowa, yeah, knock off Iowa. So I've been watching it. You know what I'm saying? I, I had it on. Um, in my office today, and then I left my office and had some running around to do, and um, I kept an eye on the Tar Heels, and, you know, they, they made light work of Marquette, which I expected. Um, but, you know, this is tournament time, man, you know what I'm saying? This is where, you know, grown grown men really start to flex themselves, and, you know, people start making names for themselves. Like, people didn't know, you know, who Steph Curry was until he went on that magical run. People would wasn't paying attention to Dwayne Wade, you know, when he was at Marquette, and so he went on his magical run. You know, Carmelo Anthony, you know, did it in a year. So, I mean, I, I love the tournament time because, for me, you know, these, these are where alpha males are established where you can root for, you know, Loyola College or whatever the case may be, and if they go on the run, they go on the run. As you guys know, I live out here in the DMV, and a couple years ago, George Mason – George oh, Mason yeah. University ran ran to the Final Four, and I swear to goodness, this is before the Caps won. This is before the Nationals won. Uh, obviously, the Washington football team at the Commanders ain't done anything in, in, in years, <laughs> but you would have thought that the second coming of Christ 
what's happening downtown because, you know, it was college basketball and George Mason, a school I used to play ball in, people I know went to that school, you know, did work. VSU did the same thing with Shaka Smart before he took the big job. I think he went to UConn. No, he went to Texas for then. I forget how his career so, but VCU, another another smaller team. So these small teams, you know, get hot and go on a run. It's anybody's game. But, yeah, I, I love college basketball. I love the tournament, and I'm so glad it's on here. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's – man, it's fun. I didn't – I did not realize uh, that you had that connection to George Mason. And I don't think anybody's going to hear the name George Mason or not instantly go back to that, you know, that run. I love those George Mason, UMBC, those type of runs. Uh, I mean, I think that's, that's in my opinion, I, I think what one of the big draws of it is that, you know, a team like a George Mason can do that. I, if I recall, I remember the coach being absolutely everywhere on, uh, you know, I think that was still like uh, when Mike and Mike or whatever was on, you'd wake up and you'd hear all the sound clips and they'd bring him in and he'd be on the interview shows. Oh, man, that's, to me, that's great. Uh, and then you Mike hear the coach play up the Jim Moranega. Jim Moranega was his name. But, uh, Oh man, no, it's fun. I, I'm, 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 I'm really rooting hard, uh, you know, for St. Peter's against Kentucky. I mean, I think I have Kentucky in the championship game in my, my bracket. But who cares? I'd love to see St. Peter's get that upset. Um, so, uh, I, Simmons, I want to get your take real quick. Uh, I was talking to uh, the villain earlier about all the uh, high scoring games in the uh, in the NBA. Uh, we were talking about those seven fifty point games by LeBron, Jason Tatum, the, the Kyrie fifty and the Kyrie sixty. Uh, you know the second fifty point game by LeBron, where he pretty much gave the rest of himself up. And then see, you know, then seeing Towns and uh, Kyrie hitting sixty on back to back nights. I mean, what do you, do you think this scoring, this high scoring um, offense by individuals is 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 a good thing? I mean, do you think? As a fan, I love it personally, but what do you think? Do you, do you think there's any mm-hmm. bad side of it? I mean, I don't think there's any bad side of, of being able to put the ball in the bucket. I mean, we all sitting here um, have played a sport, if not basketball, at some point. And, you know, when you're in a zone, you're just in a zone. And, and, and some guys, you know, stay in that zone for a certain period of time. Um, and, and, you know, it, it, it's great to see – you know, teammates, you know, kind of feed him and kind of get him the ball and get the hell out the way, so to speak. Um, but, you know, real recognized world. And, you know, this just, especially when you start talking about Kyrie Irving, this further makes me, if I'm a, if I'm a Nets fan, frustrated because of the situation that he chose to put himself in. Um, because, exactly. again, the Nets are right now in, 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 in the HC you know, uh, of the Eastern Conference. You know, if they had Kyrie and KD, um, I, I, again, they, they may still have their struggles, but they won't be in the situation that they're in. You know, I, honestly, at this point, you know, you, you made the trade bring, you know, bring Ben Simmons in. I don't even know why the heck you even run him out there at this point. You know, there's, you know, 15, 13 games left. The dude hasn't suited up all year. In my opinion, why even bring him out there to try to manufacture offense, manufacture camaraderie, manufacture whatever? I mean, the biggest, the, the biggest piece, the hook, the biggest piece in that door, in my opinion, was Seth Curry. You know what I'm saying? Now his injury and what's going on with him is something that you need to worry about. But 
So I'm going to play devil's advocate on that one for you. Uh, as, a, as a Nets fan, I think you had to make the move, and it wasn't necessarily about the Simmons part of it. It was about the getting rid of Harden, right? Your, your options are have a disgruntled Harden who's not even going to go out there and play or have a Ben Simmons. And you had said, what do you, you know, uh, what's he going to do? I mean, you don't need Ben Simmons to go out there and, and score. Hell, you could just leave him on half the court half the time, right? You, you know, he just needs to go out there and defend. Um, and you only need to have him defend when you need him to. You don't, I don't think you need to ask a lot from Ben Simmons, and that's the exact thing that he needed, the, a kind of place where he could just be the third option in terms of star power and definitely not even the third option on offense. I mean, he's like the, the fourth or <laughs> – listen, when Ben Simmons is on the floor, somehow he's the sixth option on offense, and that's okay. You know what? That works for him. You don't need not to ask that much more out of him. So I think right. it's, a, it's, it's a good fit, and maybe I'm just you know trying to uh, uh, trying to make something look a hell of a lot better than it actually is. Uh, I'm sure there's an element to that, but if you think about it, would you rather have a disgruntled Harden on your team or a Ben Simmons who's I just kind of going to show up and? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Fair I, I had a disgruntled Harden. I mean, I, I am a Rockets fan. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, I mean, yeah, and, you know, listen, what's Harden is not relief worth, the juice isn't worth the squeeze with Harden. That's the problem. No. The, the juice isn't worth the squeeze with him because he, you know, as good as he is, we've seen him come up small in big games and, you know, regular season or playoffs. It's like you get all, all this points and all this production, the step backs and everything, but when it really counts and when you really need him, he disappears. And it's like, for, and you go through all this headache for that. It's it's frustrating. I'd rather, like, like Dave said, I'd rather have a, um, a injured now, like, so we have to kind of ease off of Ben Simmons. His back injury is pretty serious, but I'd rather have that in, in, in peace of mind than running around with Harden that, you know, at a moment's notice, at the drop of a hat, can be all disgruntled and pissy and not want to play for you and then gain 20 pounds. You know what I mean? And miraculously <laughs> gain weight. Like, he he, he had that fast standby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I, I saw once, uh, I, oh, man, I don't remember the exact stat, but I, I was reading about Harden and that uh, in the cities that have the most or the highest rated strip clubs, he has his most poor performances the day after he plays in those cities. Like somebody went out there and did hmm. some research to prove that he plays poorly after playing in a city with top-level strip clubs. I mean, But, oh, man, it's, it's tough out there. And, you know, being a Nets fan is frustrating. I, I unfortunately, have sort of hit a point with that franchise that I have sort of low expectations. But speaking of expectations, I just want to, as we hit the halfway point, remind everybody that the Crossover Cafe is brought to you by the PHI Apparel Company. And PHI Apparel provides you unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of Philly, featuring all the Philly uh, top stars that you got out there. Like I said, you got that Joel and and Harden show uh, shirt that's out there. I'm sure you'll be seeing some new stuff for the Phillies as baseball season gets geared up. So make sure you head over to phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. And when you go there and you buy your apparel, make sure you use our promo code CHEFS, that's C-H-E-F-S, for 15% off any apparel 
when you go to phiapparel.co. Um, you know, spe- speaking of uh, momentum and um, all the good things that are closing out the season, I don't think there's a hotter team right now. And I said this last week, and I think it, it speaks volumes that we're, I, I have to bring them up again. And I credit to Barry for, uh, for making sure I bring this up. But the Boston Celtics are, are, are not just unstoppable, but they're a machine. They've got it all going. And, um, you know, like I, I, I brought up that 50-pointer by Tatum. Um, I, I actually, I trust the Celtics right now at this moment more than a lot of the other teams in the, in the East. I mean, you look at the, the heat, there's just, I, I don't know if they have enough to get all the way to the finals. I don't know if, uh, Toronto really has the firepower. I mean, you look at any team in the East and there's some vulnerability in there and the Celtics just kind of have it clicking. Now, Simmons, I want to start with you because we, um, when we, we did our second half predictions. I believe it was you who said your big second half prediction was that the Celtics are going to have the most momentum and have the best second half. So they're doing exactly what you expected. Uh, how, how, yeah. how high can this team fly? You know what? It honestly depends. You know, I mean, this is the team that since the all-star break has the best record in the league. This is a team that defends better than, uh, any team that, that, that I know and the team that they're going to face in the Eastern Conference, we need somebody who can strap up and defend. Um, for all intents and purposes, this is a team that is coming down the stretch relatively uh, relatively healthy, uh, which is huge, you know, based off of, you know, what we saw yesterday with, with Steph and, you know, AD and, you know, the stars uh, not being not being healthy. Um so this this Boston team can 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 go pretty far, you know. Jalen Brown is playing at a really 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 great level. He started out really slow, but he's playing really really well. Um, and ultimately, at the end of the day, Jason Tatum, you know, although he hasn't been mentioned in the MVP race, um, yeah, you know, he he he's balling. And um, oh, by the way, it looks like we've had our first major upset in college basketball. Did that game wrap up? And I'm looking at it now, and it looks like St. Mary's still Saint up by three. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, St. Peter's up by three. <laughs> no worries. 42 seconds left oh, to go wow. in overtime. But listen, 42, as we all know in basketball, 42 seconds can be an eternity, uh, as my wife knows whenever I tell her, hold on, there's only a minute left in the game, and it takes 20 minutes to get out the door. And that's the one time I love my wife, and if she's out there listening, please don't come stab me for this. But uh, definitely been a case of, hey, I only need a minute to get ready, and then it takes us another half hour. This is my version. This is what happens to me, and I get yelled at. Um, so this plenty. <laughs> There's plenty of time to go. Uh, I, I also, by the way, I'm getting a huge kick out of CBS bringing in Gene Steratore as the rules analyst. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I always remember him from the uh, from his NFL days, but I, I just love that they have these officials and they're breaking down officiating. But, oh, man, I would yeah, love yeah. to see uh, uh, St. Peter's pull this out. Right now there's a big review going on for an out-of-bounds play. Right. Um, so Simmons, right now, right. Uh, we, it looks like it looks like we lost uh, the villain. Looks like the villain has been defeated by the good guys for a little bit. Um, so let me ask you, Simmons. I mean, I don't think there's anybody 
as tuned into sports as 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 you are, and uh, I I love it. I love that any moment there's any breaking news, you're right there with it. Um, but I want to talk about something big picture, and yet again, here we are talking about Russell Westbrook. First off, I, there's yeah. just the simple yes or no was was West was Westbrook worth the headache? I, I mean, no, correct, right? Not a chance. I, I can't say that. Really? Okay, and. I, I can't because here's the thing. Here's the thing. For as much as I drag Russell Westbrook for being who he is, when GM LeBron made the call to get him <laughs> to Los Angeles and move what he had to move to get him to Los Angeles, this was not the Russell Westbrook that he was expecting to show up. Um, so I'm not gonna sit here. And and say you know what the the deal wasn't worth it. Now has it panned out? We all sitting here know that it hasn't panned out. Is he um, deserving of all the smoke that he's getting? Oh heck yeah, he's deserving of all that smoke. And believe you me, for as long as I can, I'm gonna keep pouring gasoline on that thing because I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan. But I can't sit here in good conscience and say the deal you know, what wasn't worth it when, again, that's what, that wasn't what he was, that's what, what he expected. Yeah, no, uh, like, uh, to use the phrase uh, uh, Barry was using earlier, uh, the juice, I don't think was, you know, he, what he said earlier is the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. I guess what you could say was you bought the juice and, you you know, what you were expecting isn't what you got. But I, I think in some sense mm-hmm. it's, it's, disappo- it's disappointing. I was looking forward to a uh, trio of LeBron, AD, and Westbrook with the idea that Westbrook would kind of – this is where it's frustrating with Westbrook, right? So he's, he's a triple-double machine, and I think a lot of it is just straight-up effort, right? I don't think anybody will say the guy doesn't put his effort out there. That's for sure. He's just, you know, not effective all the time. But if, if you if you think of the construction of the team, really, you'd have Westbrook at the point, and then you'd have AB and you know, kind of AB sort of towards the middle, and LeBron can sort of play wherever the heck he needs to. And because of that, you'd think that the makeup of the team would have would have worked out. But when you don't have when you have to put LeBron to play both his role and Westbrook's role, uh, I just don't – I don't see them – I don't see it sustaining unless Westbrook has one of those moments where his – again, I don't mean to insult Westbrook, but if his, if his basket – if he can put together his, his, his uh, basketball IQ and slow it down a little bit, I mean, the guy's not an idiot. I mean, you know, he knows how to ball – but I think he does need to mm-hmm. slow it down a little bit. He doesn't need to do it all. I mean, if you, you know, our, our running joke that we always say on here is that he, he plays like he's holding down the turbo button on a video game. If he just turns it off mm-hmm. a little bit and lets LeBron be LeBron and you have the opportunity to let AD be AD, uh, you know, then you can get the most out of it, um, out of that roster. But, I mean, Westbrook's got other things going on right now, too, that I think he's he's also distracted just – you know, he just doesn't seem like he's focused. And it's, again, disappointing. I think it's going to cost the Lakers a chance at the season. And we're getting, you know, LeBron ain't getting any younger. And I think we're, you know, yeah. 
seeing his last couple of really good years and good chances kind of go away because of of, of some bad roster decisions or really not bad roster. That's unfair. You were right earlier. Decisions that didn't pan out, right? Right. I mean, I, I, I want to say this, you know, since it's a gutter team um, uh, of depth and, you know, put the Lakers in financial strains, you know. I mean, it wasn't the smartest move. But, again, I, I can't fault the man for going out and trying to bring in the pieces that he felt would help him get to a championship. Like, at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook, we all alluded to is a triple-double machine. You know, we're not expecting him to, to, to shoot from the perimeter. I mean, he, he hasn't been a good perimeter jump shooter uh, since he got into the league. Um, you know, Anthony Davis, you know, you, you hope knock on wood that, you know, he, he's plays a significant amount of games, but he hasn't. Um, you know, in order to get Anthony Davis, you had to trade some assets. In order to get Russell Westbrook, you had to trade some more younger assets. Um, and you figured that LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook would be this dynamic trio that would kind of stabilize the ship, take some games off here, take some games off there. Um, but ultimately, when it came time to ramp it up for playoffs, like right now, they would all be healthy, ready to go, and they would go in, you know, to the playoffs and the chips of fire where they're made. But unfortunately, injuries have taken a toll on Anthony Davis. And, again, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I am not too sure how I would want to view this, this season if I'm a Laker fan because, again, the whole dream and the goal was to have those three playing together, which never really materialized. It seems like when, when AD was going, LeBron James got hurt. And when LeBron James was on the floor, you know, Anthony Davis got hurt, and again, you might as well not have Russell on the floor, you know, until, you know, late on in the game where he's not, you know, taking care of the basketball, missing free throws or whatever the case may be. So at the end of the day, um, it's, 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 it's wild to see, um, you know, what's going on there, and I think there's an update in the, in the Kentucky game. Yep, I just saw they that final myself. It's over. Yep, and two, a 15 has beaten a two. Uh, St. Peter's has beaten Kentucky. Um, that's uh, there goes that's my congratulations, St. Peter's. <laughs> there goes my yeah, final 14. Boom. Take it right up the that, that was my champion. That was my champion winner right there. Wow. Yeah, not anymore. Wow. I love it. I love it. Feel good. I feel great for those kids at St. Peter's. Uh, there's no way this isn't uh, one of the don't. greatest moments those kids will ever live. <laughs> I I feel terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I I feel good. I mean, I'm I'm good. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I can't stand Kentucky. You know, I just honestly looked at analytics and stuff that there was a you know, one of one of the strong teams going into the tournament. You know, I refuse to pick the, uh, the 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 Blue Devils because I don't think they're deep enough and they're playing horrible basketball right now. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's roll with Coach Calipari and the Kentucky guys. You know, they decided to get bounced by a, a a team that was hungry. They they did not play them. They did not play them. And, and, and Gonzaga 
almost lost in 8-2. That's a whole other ball game we can talk about. But Gonzaga, you know, came out sluggish, and then, you know, they reminded each other why they they were they who they were. But it, it's crazy, man. Shout out to the the, the 15 seed for knocking off the two. That's crazy. Man, it, it, it's uh, I, I love it. I mean, there's there's nothing I love more than a good upset. Part maybe because I'm a Jets fan and we're never good at anything, so I have to root for the uh, for the upset. But uh, first off, good to have you back, uh, Barry. Um, hey, we were just uh, talking about your good friend uh, LeBron James's teammate West, Russell Westbrook and how um, Westbrook, you know. <laughs> <laughs> If uh, if the Westbrook move was was you know in hindsight yeah it wasn't a good move I mean do you think they did the wrong thing bringing him in there or and is it just not working out or do you think it was just a straight up bad decision to bring Westbrook in? Well, it was a bad decision and that that's on LeBron. I mean they had deals in place like I think you said to bring other players and that's the one he wanted so um, not surprised. I mean but. And it's not his fault. It's not Westbrook's fault that the team is playing bad. It's just a bad fit. He doesn't fit on this team. So, I mean, you know, they, he he's going to be on another team next year. He's not going to be a Laker. He's going to be on his, what, 15 and five years. It is, and, you know, now his legacy, his career is going to be in question. Can I, ask, can, I, can I ask another question there? Kind of double-click on that? If you, if you need to. So, 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 Barry, you mentioned that – um, it's not a good fit for Russell Westbrook. Okay, he went from Oklahoma City to Houston, from Houston to the Wizards, from the Wizards to the Lakers. I mean, it, again, he, he he's about to be on his fifth team in five years after he gets dealt and moved this year. Like at some point, we can't blame the team. The onus on the man himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, unfortunately, this is not a good team fit doesn't necessarily – it falls on deaf ears for me because the same problem that we're having, we're having at four consecutive stops. You feel me? Like, he, they, 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 he, they, he thought he could play with his best friend and James Harden in Houston. Didn't work out. He moved to Washington. He thought he can play out here in Washington with Bradley Bill, and and again, it's, it's a damn shame when you don't you, when, when, when you can't play out here in Washington. You know what I'm saying? You can't get it right out here in Washington when the ball's in your hand enough. Didn't work out. Move him. Now he's out here in L.A. with the Lakers. Again, I get it. He's used to having the ball all the time. You're not doing that with LeBron, but for for the love of God, protect the ball. That's that, that basketball one on one. You leave the league in your high league in turnovers. Make your free throws. Basketball one on one. Like, stay, stay he can't in. shoot. On your shot. He can't he shoot. shoot. Right. So I'm saying, like, so at, at, at some point we can't. In my opinion, again, you know, Dave, you're, you're more than welcome to rebut this. But but at some point we can't sit there and keep making excuses for Russell Wilson, no, Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook's team. You know what I'm saying? If if, if everybody else is happily married and you keep changing partners, at some point, Mm. you got to look in the mirror and be like, yo, the problem's with me. Maybe I need counseling. Yeah, it's not not me, it's you. Yeah, because Harden 
Harden needs to be in that conversation. You know, he has the MVP and whatever, but and the scoring title, but look at who they they capitulated to him so many times. They got him um they got him um who, who the I can't I can't now I'm just drawing a blank. They got him but they got him players beyond players. He did he had a problem with Chris Paul. He had a problem with Westbrook. He had a problem with KD. Really was uh, Kyrie, right? He had the bigger problem right. with Kyrie. But, you know, he forced the, the Rockets. I mean, Sirius knows more than I do. He forced the Rockets to make all these deals and all these trades. And, and you know, and then eventually he was like, I'm done. I want out of here. He, he's a, he's a, he was a problem child, too, and it hasn't worked anywhere he's gone. And he's come up continually. Continually he's come up small in the playoffs. You got to put these guys in the same light and say, you know what? It's not you, it's me. They're the problem. And you know, in Westbrook, it sucks because he plays hard. He gives you one hundred and twenty percent. Like nobody can crush. Nobody can say he dogs it. Like Harden would dog it to get out of a situation. Westbrook will go until the wheels fall off. But then you're looking at like, it, it just doesn't work, man. It just doesn't work. It, it's really the same cut from the same like uh, mold of of, you know, give me what I want, or either I'm going to, you know, sc- you know, kick and scream, or I'm just going to run away. I mean, it's, you know, same problem, but completely opposite and ineffective solutions that hurt their franchises. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just, it's crazy to me that it's Daryl Morey, who's been the guy who's traded for him twice, uh, or, 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 you know, acquired a, a Harden twice. And, you know, at some point you have to, you know, Maybe Harden's lucky that he had somebody like that, whereas Westbrook managed to just keep going from place to place. Um, so I don't know. I, it's it's been it's been a little frustrating on the uh, on that front. Um, guys, I want to ask you uh, any predictions as we come down, sort of towards the stretch. We have about a month left until we get to the play-ins. Is there anybody you expect to make uh, a run or really more the opposite, a, a drop? And, and this question is coming from the Steph Curry has hurt himself uh, angle yet again. I mean, you know, I know everybody loves Steph Curry. Yippee, Kaye, Kyrie's great. Or, uh, Steph Curry is fantastic. Um, you know, right now Golden State's expecting his sprained left foot to be fine by the time the playoffs come. Um, do you, do you expect there to be any drop off with the Warriors or anybody else um, as we head towards that playoff stretch? Uh, Barry, I want to start with you on this one. I mean, listen, that I I, I sense a little hostility, like a little disdain, Curry. I, you know, I, you know, a little bit, a little bit. You know, I'm like you don't like him as much, <laughs> but uh, no. um, listen, it's a tough injury because it just got. Um, dream on Greenback, who we talked about last week, right? Uh, how you know how much of a important piece he he really is to that that Warriors team offensively, but more on the defensive end. So to lose Steph Curry, and you know, and how it happened too, I, I can understand why Steve Kerr would got, get upset because that's his star player. But I, I kind of in the impression that it was just you know a hard basketball play, and you know maybe he maybe maybe Smart went a little extra. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was a basketball play. He—I don't feel like he went to intentionally hurt him or anything like that. So, um, I mean, that's what I'll say about that. But you know, I, I expect you know the Warriors—they'll be fine. I think they'll be just fine even without Steph Curry. 
Um, I think they got enough young talent to really weather the storm. Um, you know, Chris Paul isn't there as well. I mean, I, you know, you got to look out for the Grizzlies. The Mavericks making a little bit of a, a, a noise uh, out there as well, playing some, some solid basketball with defensive Dinwiddie hitting that game winner and all that. So, you know, the West is, you know, I think it's a two-horse race, but, I mean, there's teams below them that, you know, they might be able to clip them. You never know. So, um, out East, like, I think the Celtics are going to make a run. I really feel like, you know, we killed them. I think me and you, Dave, and I said, you know, trade them. Oh, trade yeah. Brown or, or Tatum. I said, I said trade Brown. I didn't, I didn't think it could work with those two, but they figured it out. And they're, it's really on the defensive side that I'm really impressed with them. Um, they're playing really good defense. Um, you know, their coach is, is really got them responding. I think, you know, I think they kind of tuned Stevens out. Brad Stevens out last year a little bit. I think um, they they're really respond. And hey, listen, it helps when Mia Long is his wife, right? I mean, I'd listen too, especially if she shows up to practice and be like, you know, that's Mia Long, you know, uh, Mia Long. But I mean, um, listen, he's he, he's got their ear. They're playing really hard on the defensive end. I think the pickups they made at the deadline were sneaky good. They got rebounders. Um, they got guys that just, you know, really kind of let Tatum and Brown be them, and they don't have to do more than they have to because they got other guys doing the dirty work. So I really like what, they, what they've done. So they're a dangerous team to me out there. And I, I think the Nets, you know, if Kyrie don't play, man, Uh-oh. they don't go nowhere. And, 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 and that's no, it. you're right. You know, and I'm not going to say why. I'm not going to say, you know, because of the vaccination, all that BS. It is what it is. If he can't figure – if they can't figure out a way to get him on the court, either him getting vaccinated or just the law being changed, they're not going anywhere. And that's a, that sucks because when he's on the court with Kevin Durant, that's a dangerous team. That's a good basketball team that can be anyone, any night. And you won't see it. And it sucks because Kyrie's not – you know, he, it is what it is. Right. He's got his convictions. Uh, Simmons, um, I want to get your last point um, on who you think uh, might take some slippage going into the playoffs and, and might find themselves out of it or will just have bad momentum. Uh, give us your final thoughts as we head to the last month of the season. You know, honestly, with this last month of the season, man, I don't want to say uh, Phoenix. I think Phoenix is going to be just fine. I, I don't want to say Golden State. Because even though Steph Curry is probably going to miss this last month, I think that's actually good for them. Um, you know, it hey. allows the role players to get themselves into a rhythm. You know, Clay has started to look a little bit more like himself. Draymond Green is back. Um, and I think a lot of times, especially with players like the Steph Curry, uh, like a KD, uh, like a LeBron James, the team has grown accustomed to rely on, on their superstarness to bail them out of stupid situations instead of banning mm. up and figuring it out and getting it done. Um, so I think with this situation with Seth Curry being out for a, a couple of days, um, I think this really helps them maneuver and, and figure it out. And, you know, the shots that went to Steph now go to Clay, and he starts throwing himself in you know, start getting themselves back right. I, I think this helps out a lot, actually. Um, but, you know, with that growing pain and with that maneuvering, I do expect them to drop a couple games, but I don't think they're going to fall too far out of it. 
Um, if I'm looking at the standings, for me, I think, like you said, Boston is going to go on a run. Um, I do expect, um, let me see, coming out of the Eastern Conference, real, the Western Conference real quick. Um, I think I think the Pelicans are interesting. I'm curious what they're going to do. The Clippers, are, the Clippers are right now sitting in the eighth seed, and they are rumored to have some reinforcements get ready to come back to them. Paul George is slated to probably return. Um, the Timberwolves are playing inspired ball right now. Uh, they're a question mark. I don't expect the Timberwolves to to overtake the Grizzlies or. Or or, or 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 the Suns or anything like that, and should, should that matchup take place? But um, keep an eye on them. They're a scrappy team. I mean, again, Cat did just go for sixty, and they do got the biggest test in basketball, and, and, and Patrick Beverly, who I love dearly. Um, so that, that's coming out of Western Conference and Eastern Conference. Um, I think honestly, I can make a case for anybody from three down. Um, you know, the Sixers are sitting there right there and in, in, in the three seed. Uh, I like what the Cavaliers are doing, but is that believable, sustainable? I remember there was a time where the Bulls were the best team and the hottest thing smoking, and now they have kind of cooled off and come back down to them. It's going to depend on injury and depth. Um, I like what the Hornets are doing. Um, obviously, the Nets are right there, but we understand why they're sitting there. Um, I'm curious to see what the Hawks do. The Hawks was the, the, the darling from last year, um, and I, th- I think they can position themselves to get into a potential play-in tournament. And once you get Trey Young in a tournament of that magnitude, we'll see what happens. Right now they're sitting at the 10th spot. Um, so, that, I mean, they, they, they will be in the play-in tournament, according to what I'm understanding. Um, and, you know, we'll see where the chips fall. But. Um, I think the Heat are going to be right where they're at. You know, the Bucks are, are really starting to run in the farm. We talked about the Celtics um, earlier today. You know, they can go on a run, and they, I could see them beating the Bucks. I could see them beating – I could definitely see them beating the Sixers. Um, so, um, it's going to be fun to see this going down the stretch, man. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm psyched for it. I, I like a lot of those takes, or at least I think they'll – They'll kind of pan out. Dylan, what have you got uh, to close out uh, to close us out with this week for the people? Listen, Sports City Chefs, get to the website, the blogs, the interviews. Uh, Sirius keeps saying he's going to do a blog. I don't believe him. Um, you need more people. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on, man. We got the March Madness pool going. I'm glad everybody was uh, able to get in except for Sirius and Dave because they didn't do it, punks. Um, but we got a lot of uh, good stuff coming uh, down the pipe. Um, baseball's getting ready to get started. Um, you know, uh, we got, you know, obviously the NBA playoffs. You got, you know, NFL free agency going crazy. Um, tune in for our show. Tune in Sunday for the uh, flagship show. Sunday brunch. Uh, shout out to PHI, our our, um, our sponsor for our show. Um, I, I'm literally watching. You know, I just had my pipes um, fixed in my house. I had a leak in my in my basement, so uh, that's why I was in and out. But I uh, appreciate you guys uh, sticking with me. I uh, love doing the show with you guys. Um, and uh, UConn, thanks for ruining my night. We out. Yeah, it was a good time with uh, all you guys. Uh, make sure you check us out, www.sportscitychefs.com. Check out our sponsor, PHI Apparel Company. Uh, that's phiapparel.co. 
And everybody have a good evening. Enjoy the tournament.